It's not fair, Steve. What's not fair, Josie? There's a lot of stuff that's not fair. I mean, Facebook promotes unfair standards for unfair. eating. It's just not fair. Like okay. I, I come home and then just like every other social media addicted person, I go onto Facebook. Right. Um, like you do. Which generally just makes me more depressed. And like, this is one of the things that makes me more depressed when I go on there and it's not because of the usual, like it's not bullshit. everyone else is having a good time and you're not, but for like, it's like sometimes like I'll just go and I'll watch like videos of like wacky, like food stuff. Like, Oh, let's, there's this place that has like, um, like here they use two pieces of fried chicken and then they put a scoop of ice cream in between <laughs> it. Or like, here's like a bowl of like cereal that's as big as your head kind of thing. It's like these magical, wonderful kind of fantasy food places that I just, when I want to ignore the other stuff and just unwind, I'll go and look at that. And I just like, I feel so frustrated right now because I just, I feel like, so there are these, um, insider food videos, right? I've insider. Seen, I think I've seen some of them. Yeah. And there's always this, uh, one, there's one person that will go to like, basically they need somebody to go and to eat the food, like to show them. Yeah. You got to have a human stuff. You base. have to have somebody. Yeah. The human touch. Um, you know, probably somebody like, uh, I guess, good looking or whatever by societal standards and blah, blah, blah. But this particular person is like also just so tiny. Like yeah. she's so tiny and okay. she'll kind of like, she'll kind of look, she'll make, she'll take one or two bites, but you know that like everything else is going in the trash. You know yeah. that this person does not eat that way. They do not eat these gigantic fantasy foods. Like... Um, it's just like kind of going through the motion of like, here I am eating it. And it just makes me feel like so sad and frustrated. Cause it's like, this is my fantasy. Like I would want to have this job. And then you're making me feel like, but I have to like fill this impossible standard to have my dream job of being like just somehow impossibly tiny and thin, but then also like eating these, food. like, I want to just like eat the food, but like, then yeah. I, I can't because then I won't be able to have the job. Like she's not, she's not eating the food. You're, she, she's not eating the food. You're right, Josie. She's not eating. You're it. right. Life isn't fair. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Food Weirdos. I'm Steve. I'm Josie. Uh, and we are uh, weirdly passionate about food. It's my um, dream job. It's, like, it's, it's, it's pretty great. Crushing. Yeah, we can't, we can't do it. It's Someday. hypocritical. Someday. Never. Like, it's just, it's just a paradox. Right. It's like Catch-22. You, yeah. you eat the food. You don't have the figure to be on the TV to exactly. eat the food. Exactly. Uh, so speaking of that, and I guess maybe speaking of traumatic things, uh, you know, we could talk about the, the D word, the four letter, the other, yeah, the other four letter word, yeah, this one may or may not go in the swear jar, in the fieri jar, but, uh, should we say it? Definitely say it together. On, on go, one, two, three, go, but then we'll say it on go. One, two, two, three, three, go. go. Diet. Diet. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, like... I've been avoiding this a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, diet shouldn't be a four-letter word. Everything you eat is a diet. We all have a diet. It's just what does your diet consist of? But, I mean, we also, we, I also know that's what not, diet... That's clearly not the but that's, diet. But that's not, that that's not what dieting means. We, we are okay, talking about the other Okay, diet. we're talking about dieting. Not like yeah. diet of the... Um, of the uh, prehistoric men in the whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like dieting as in like, this is a cultural obligation. Right. And also you're going to die from heart disease. Yeah. I I don't know. I have love-hate relationship. Um, mostly hate with dieting. Uh, you love I've, dieting though? There's some there, I mean, there, like, there are times, like if you can do it and you can stick with it, it works. I mean, I, at one point in my life, uh, I had lost like 80, 90 pounds, uh, by dieting. Yeah. Um, so it works if you, uh, it it works if you work it, uh, which is a slogan for, uh, some other groups out there. There was a point in my life where I did Weight Watchers actually in high school and I worked really well and I was probably thinner than I've ever been, but, um, I mean, I just, I don't know. I can't get it to stick, you know? I yeah. Get, I'm a stress eater. Oh, that's that's what did it in for me is, like, stress. Um, as soon as I had a full-time job uh, where, like, my schedule was irregular and I had responsibilities, that was it. Like, that, I was just, like, I could go walk five miles and then come back and eat, like, a chicken breast and some beans and spinach. Or I could have had like a long day. I've had a stressful day. I'm going to stop at Taco Bell on the way home, buy oh, ex- yeah. way too much Taco Bell, uh, and then sit on the couch and eat said Taco Bell and like go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'll do that. Like, yeah. I, man, I'm just a big stress eater. It's just yeah. like, it's tough. It's, it's like smoking. Like, everyone yeah, has it, their, their, their vice, yeah. Coping. Mm-hmm. mechanism or whatever and sometimes you don't have one that's good yeah. like i'm envious of people who like have their exercise or yeah it's like oh, i'm gonna go take a run it's like what not, i know it's like yeah. i'm not i'm not an athletic person even when yeah. i try yeah uh, and i have tried um doing sports yeah. and stuff like that but no i'm just so i yeah tell me more because I want, like, I want to talk about like fad dieting and different types of diet, and this is something that I don't think I understood about Weight Watchers uh, until recently. I just saw the commercials with like whatever female celebrity, but they so do they like do you have to like weigh in public in a room and be like shamed? I didn't actually do that. I just okay. did this the online version or whatever, which is just okay. like a, a calorie counting system. They give you points, and okay. I, it, it, the way it works is like you do. Um, I mean, you. I guess you will see that. Yeah, if you go get Taco Bell and you look it up in the point system, you're like, oh, all my calories will, or all my points will be gone for the day, kind of thing. Because um, that's like a huge number of points compared yeah. to anything else. You can, I guess, you can. At the time, I mean, this was like over ten years ago or something, or this was a while ago, or probably even fifteen years ago that I was doing this. So it might be a different system now. But yeah. um, I didn't do that whole thing where you do meetings and stuff. Okay, like, like, all right. I know. I, no, I could do that. Um, although that it well, so that was actually I take that back. I did. That was initially how I first started losing weight. Uh, it was it was a challenge at work. It was like a biggest oh. loser challenge where everybody weighs in. Um, and, but there was money attached, so it was. Um, I was working at a restaurant. Uh, everybody, 
Uh, there was a bunch of like servers who had disposable cash on hand. So they're just like, yeah, at the end of two months, everyone puts in 50 bucks and whoever loses the biggest percentage of their body weight uh, wins. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I did it. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it, but I mean, like I avoided the like fad dieting, I guess. Cause like Atkins, it was the big one when we were younger. It was like, Oh, oh yeah. Atkins, All like protein. carbs. Yeah. Carbs are bad. Never. Um, it's just again. like, yeah. Eat like <laughs> six hamburgers, one stacked on top of the other. You'll be fine. Cause there's no evil carbs. Constipation. Yeah. And that's like that kind of stuff. Or, um, you know, and I mean, to a certain extent, uh, I followed it. So the, the paleo diet is one that I have like a love hate relationship with, I think. Oh, really? I've um, never done that. So paleo, it's all about like, this is what our caveman ancestors ate and this must be better because our ancestors ate it, which yeah, is, but then they, that's the fucking, they also, that's the furying yeah. naturalistic fallacy right there. It's just cause it's natural. It has to be better. And let me tell you that is not the case. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, like, pooped wherever and ran around yeah, in their, exactly. their yeah. loincloths. You know, they scavenged. Like, just because our ancestors ate it doesn't mean it's good. They probably died, yeah. like, way younger than but, people now, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, but there's <laughs> points that you can take from that diet. Like, generally speaking, the less processed a food is, the better, right? Like flour is super processed so it's much easier to digest so you're getting all of that energy all of those carbs really really quickly but cooking stuff you know makes it also safer to eat right well i mean they're like paleo. fire is like a big well, that's invention. Raw, raw food is something different like i i agree raw food is something that i will call as complete and utter bs well um, i mean but so like the, the I, to my knowledge maybe they're they're you people need some raw food because like if you uh, right. it's i mean okay the functions of raw food are like it's roughage yeah. to clean out your esophagus and also if you cook raw food it will break down uh what is it soluble fiber or whatever yeah like it makes um, it, it yeah it makes and you yeah. need some of that soluble fiber um and also uh if you're not making a soup or whatever Mm-hmm. You're just you're cooking stuff off, and some some like vitamins will leak out. So like those are yeah. the benefits, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you should only eat right raw food. Yeah, you know that that's the only thing yeah. that you need for a, a balanced diet. A lot of foods, if you eat them raw, you actually can't get the nutrients. Uh, oh really? Spinach is one that I know of, but a lot of a lot of plants like they have evolved for us not to be able to eat them, and like when we eat them. Like they're, they want to do our darndest to make sure we don't get benefit from that. They want to kill us off. Yeah. Like so movie, yeah. The so, happening. Exactly. The, kill so us. spinach binds up, uh, I believe it's calcium, right? Or iron, iron, what, one of those minerals. I didn't realize um, that. But yeah, so basically, uh, it's kind of bound up and it's not available for digestion. So we don't, if you eat raw spinach, you get very little of the total, I believe it's iron. I could, it could also be calcium, but you get very little of that total mineral count because it's all bound up in enzymes that are just like, no, we're, you know, we're going to do, you know, they've evolved. And also the best bet. apparently if you mix like certain fruits and or slash vegetables together that, it will um, interfere with getting some of the vitamins. Like if you mix spinach with, uh, I forget like exactly, but if you mix spinach with certain other hmm. um, vegetables, those enzymes will prevent you from getting the vitamins in those others. I, I hadn't heard that, but I, yeah, it kind of I makes sense. I didn't know that until 
uh again my mother-in-law because she's like yeah everything yeah she's like nice she she reads about this stuff and i I was skeptical at first and then i looked up and i was like oh holy crap you know what that does make sense um like it does kind of it sounds like it checks out yeah so Mm. yeah i don't know yeah i mean the, the best diet is don't eat a lot of calories like that's the simple like calories out has to be greater than calories in that's the only way to like win at dieting is to just have the self-control and do the exercise like that's that's it like and anyone who says otherwise is trying to sell you something i think i mean yeah yeah. i mean i ate like my way of doing that was eating like uh, I called it beans, greens, and lean proteins because it rhymed and I thought I was cool. Um, but it worked because I like I could eat manageable amounts that didn't have a lot of calories. And that's why it worked because I could eat like a half a can of beans um, and like never want to eat beans again. And it was only like 150 calories, you know? Hmm. Um, so hey. that's, yeah, like anyone, you know, who says other stuff... I, I mean, I think they're just gilding the lily. They're adding unnecessary stuff. Um, so, so when you lost weight, do you feel like people treated you differently? Or, because I was listening to that, um, this American Life show recently on like, I guess being like fat or overweight or whatever. Yeah. I didn't even... It, I kind of had that experience actually. Yeah. Where I lost a lot of weight when I was, living in japan for a little bit just like i wasn't even trying to i was freaking walking everywhere and then the diet was different yeah the portions are a lot smaller exactly i was just eating less and i lost weight and then i i i remember listening to that episode kind of after the fact and thinking like holy crap they're right because this person there was one person in there who like she lost a lot of weight and then talked about how people were like nicer to her yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Now that I think about it, people were nicer to me. Yeah. Like, um, it made me sad. It was like, oh, man. Yeah. But, but that's not the reason that I would want to diet. Like, I'd exactly. want to do it for my health. Yeah, to feel not better. Not to have people, yeah. like, be nice to me. But, like, it also yeah. kind of sucks that our culture is, like, is, like is, that. is actually yeah. like that. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was, like, I was still obese. I just wasn't morbidly obese. <laughs> So it wasn't uh, that bad, uh, or it wasn't, I mean, that good, I guess. Like, people treated me differently. My landlord asked me if I had cancer. Um, oh, my God. In a nice way, I mean. Well, some people thought I looked sick, too, though. Like, yeah. Because I, I'm very, I, like, this isn't just me saying this, like, to get out of dieting or whatever. I actually am really big bone. So, like, yeah. when I lost weight, my shoulders just looked like, you know they're sticking out yeah like my bones just look like they're just sticking out because they're yeah they're they're massive um so it's yeah Yeah. i mean yeah when i lost weight it was like it came off in like weird places and like more came off from my stomach than it did from my chest uh yeah and like i you know and also probably because i have a habit of like sucking in my gut when i walk around uh it emphasized my chest uh and people like would very much mistake me for a woman much more often oddly enough yeah uh so that was like a weird side effect um and i think it's just maybe personal to me and i other people i think have similar experiences but that was that was something that i noticed so it's not always sunshine and roses uh yeah for me it's like i I think I would lose like the boob weight first 
Yeah. And then it's just like, that's the place where you don't want it to go. Well, I don't really care. Yeah, about and that's, it's, it's all tied up in this, like, cultural thing where it's just like, some people have a hard time, like, that's just the way their body is, and they have a hard time losing it, and, you know, yeah. just be healthy, whatever that means. And if that means carrying around a few extra pounds, uh, then be healthy. Yeah. I'm more but I'm more but I'm more but I'm more. I'm more but I'm more but I'm more but I'm more. I'm more baby like. Speaking of that, and it's all it's all tied up uh, with you know how how we grew up. Like everyone likes to you know blame it on their upbringing or whatever. But spiraling away from that. Um, it is kind of ingrained. In yeah, but um, so you asked a question, or someone had asked you a question uh, about what kind of kitchen you wanna you uh, grew up with. This wasn't really a question anyone asked. Me, okay, actually, but I just it just sort of I think I I heard uh, I might have heard like a conversation of people talking about what their kitchen was like. Okay, when they were a kid, and uh, it's kind of interesting because I did have a I didn't I didn't have a typical kitchen i guess i mean and everybody i guess everybody grew up with a different kitchen or different right. devices um that i guess if you look back it's kind of like huh i did use that thing that's so weird um like i remember we had a popcorn maker Ooh, fancy we never had one of those it was it wasn't like uh, it looked kind of crappy though it was it like, was it an air pop um like the like the like rounded base uh with like the weird plastic yeah like shield okay that the, and, and it air would popper. come out through the yeah shield. The air popper yeah, yeah, air yeah popper. those were cool uh, those uh, yeah those. i remember that i had i mean i grew up with a gas stove uh only way to live gas stove um, all the way spoiled me uh in pr- almost every apartment i've had in pittsburgh but the thing about this gas stove was like uh we lived in a house that like it was at least a hundred years old Victorian yeah. house with like a servant staircase oh, yeah. to the kitchen in addition to the regular staircase. Yeah. Um, and like I, in my room, I had like a, one of those traveling trunks. Like Ooh, that a was like, trunk. Yeah. Like left over from like previous tenant or whatever. It was just, just left. And we left it there. Like when we left too. So nice. I, I guess it's, it comes with a house cool. and that stove. It was like, we couldn't, there's no way we could use that oven. There's no window on the stove. Oh. It was one of those little, like, is it a chamber stove? Um, uh, I don't know what it's called, so but it's very antique looking. Did it have a broiler, like a lift up broiler where you could like w- lift a lever and the broiler would like lift up at like a 45 degree angle. Um, I don't know. I never okay. like got that fancy with it. I just remember that there were the pilots would, We'd have to light the pilots yeah. when we would we'll cook food. I so that you're reminding me. I had forgotten about this, but I have a similar stove experience where, um, at some point when my parents did a kitchen remodel, they decided they wanted like an old school chamber stove. Uh, so if you've ever seen uh, Rachel Ray's cooking show, uh, I think Thirty Minute Meals, she has like her stove is like a new version of a chamber stove, but this was like a real actual antique. Uh, so it has it has like the oven with no door or with no window rather. Yeah. Um, it had weird shaped burners. Um, there was like a place for a well for soup where you could like put in a pot to make soup. Oh, weird. And then it had a combination griddle slash broiler where you would lift the lid. Uh, and so it, there's the gas burners. You had to manually light these gas burners. 
um, uh, these individual little gas things. Uh, you make sure you go all the way around this U, uh, light them up, uh, and then if you if you put your thing underneath, it was a broiler, and then if you, you could like griddle uh, a grilled cheese on top of it. Unfortunately, uh, ours was so dirty that we could never really oh. use it as a griddle. Uh, but yeah, for several years, that's like how we cooked. Uh, and then it would like it was already broken, and we probably shouldn't have been using it. And then eventually, it just broke too much, and we broke down and got yeah. a real, like an old school, uh, old school new school right. oven stove. Still gas though. Yeah, I never got that fancy with it. I just it was just pretty much cooking. <laughs> just used it like used the range on it pretty much, and then um, we had like a separate oven uh, that we kept on top of the fridge. Like like a toaster oven or like like a real. I think it was an actual oven. So it's like like a cooking. Sh- I, to me, that's cooking shows. So I'm everything. I view everything through the lens of cooking shows. Uh, but I remember Chow Italia, um, because I only got PBS as a kid, uh, and so that was which. Yeah, I think you're clicking. What's wrong with PBS? There's nothing wrong, but I think you're realizing. Oh, that's what's uh, wrong with Steve is that he listened to only PBS. Oh uh, no! Do you remember years. that show Egg? I do not. Oh, that's an uh, awesome show. Okay. But the point was it, is... It wasn't always about food, though, but I love that show. Okay. I don't remember it. I would watch the cooking shows like uh, Julia Child and Jacques Pepin. Oh, uh, I watched and, that. But Marianne Esposito of Chow Italia, I like... I don't know what I... Like, I just wanted to like be her or wanted to be friends with her or something. I don't know. I have a complicated relationship with that show that I'm still unpacking. Uh, but... My point, I, the point that I was trying to make like two minutes ago was the oven, like this, this, like in the wall, up and down, like ovens that I guess some kitchens actually have. Um, but for me, that was always like, oh, that's a TV show kitchen thing to have like two separate ovens because you can you can do the reveal, like you put the one in the top oven, and then it's here's one we've made before, and I was just like, ah, oh. uh, that was like we needed that because. There was no way we could use that oven on that other so yeah it was like uh, it probably didn't i don't know it was it was weird um but i want to talk about like these tv shows like i, I watch i would watch uh what jack pepin yeah his his his, his chocolate accent show. His chocolate ah oh. and i also watch um uh yen can yen cook. can cook yeah yes martin yen oh. uh, i love it's just his catchphrase is like yeah. everything to me just look at that yeah just look at it I made yeah. it. It's delicious. Look at it. Yeah. Uh, he was just like so like brash and like uh, personable and so good. I love uh, it. It's like, gosh. Yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think like what else? Well, no, I mean, that's, that's, those are the two those that the really stand ones. out yeah. in my mind. I mean, but you would never make those things um, that Jack Pepin would make. No, like, I mean, he just makes watch it. it and it's like, yeah, yeah I'm watching. I'm never going to make yeah, it. I'm sorry, ever. Jacques Pepin. You can debone a chicken in two minutes. Um, that would like take me 20 and I would need like four stitches uh, and then like 18 stitches for the chicken to put it back together. Oh, wait a minute. Well, do I mean Jacques Torres, like the chocolate? Oh, okay. Jacques Torres would be, th- that's I think, the chocolate. guy okay. who I'm like, uh, no, uh, I'm really enjoying watching this, but I'm not going to make this at yeah. home. And he'd okay. constantly be talking about how you could make it at home. Like, cause he wanted to, he wanted so badly to make it relatable. Yeah, but no one's. I'm like, I don't have this stuff. I'm sorry. No, you're not making chocolate at home. No, I'm not. I have like a, this like a hundred year old range. Like I'm not going to make it. No. Like this is, I just am barely cracking it. So. 
So, yeah, something I noticed recently, talking about kinds of kitchens you grew up in, uh, is I went home uh, for uh, Memorial Day holiday, and I was cooking uh, in my uh, parents' kitchen, uh, and they have a like just a really really well stocked like an overly well stocked spice drawer. They have a lot of spices. Oh my, they're probably all expired. They probably are because well, you buy them from Penzies, and it's like half the price if you buy them in bulk. Even though you're never gonna actually use the bulk when it's at its peak efficiency. I'm gonna use a pound of chili powder. Exactly. No, um, you're so, not. but yeah, there's just like probably like I was thinking about it. There's probably like five hundred dollars worth of spices in that spice drawer. And it's not like ostentatious. It's just well stocked and there's a lot of everything. Uh, and that's something that like I do not have in my own kitchen, but you know, when you're uh, an adult of near retirement or retirement age and is can sort of build a stockpile over several years rather than a retirement plan, you just want to stockpile yeah, you're, spices. You're my retirement nutmeg. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. I have not like you have nutmeg, right? We have nut. I don't. I don't have nutmeg. You don't have nutmeg. Let me lend you a nut. I have because I do. I have some whole nut nutmeg nuts, and um, if you have a little like I have a crappy little grater I use to just grate some off, and they stay a bit more potent that way. That's that's the thing is you gotta use whole spices. So while we're talking about spices, whole spices are the way to be because nutmeg nuts like literally or like figuratively last forever because like you'll lose a little bit of essential oils from the surface but it like is like cauterized and everything else stays so when like, you grate it it's it yeah. tastes much more fresh like grating it fresh so much better but yeah. i mean i wouldn't say it necessarily lasts forever like if you've left it you know sitting kind of in a half open right i mean you gotta keep it, it gets, covered yeah yeah. It, and even then, you know, over time you'll notice. Yeah. But then you just use a little more. Yeah. Use a little bit more. So, uh, speaking of kitchens, uh, I've had to face the dreadful fact uh, I'm moving soon. Oh. Uh, and I'm excited to move into my new place. But I'm not excited to move my kitchen. I have just moved. Yeah. I'm still like unloading crap. How much did you have to get rid of? Um, I there we're gonna have to get rid of like a bunch of stuff where I'm probably gonna sell some plates and stuff. Ooh. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Because they're fiesta wear. Oh okay. I would I would buy some fiesta wear just to keep it off, you know. Oh really? Like we just we just we have too much fiesta wear. I don't know where it came no, from. No oh, no such thing. We go to yard sales and stuff and yeah. um you can get them cheap and like those the sort of deformed ones or whatever yeah. if you go to their factory sale. Yeah. So fiesta wear, uh just to make sure we're on the same page and for our listeners as well. It's fiesta wear, it's the like the pottery it's br- usually brightly colored. Yep. Um, it's ver- it's like kind of sturdy. It has like a like a texture and a thickness and a style to it that's like all its own. Yeah. Um, if you go to um, there. If you go to um, what is it called? Crap. Kelly O's. Yeah. They use Fiesta Wear there. So a lot of restaurants will use it. So it has like a kind of a restaurant feel to it to me almost. Um, and I. I believe Fiesta Wear is it made? It's made lo- relatively locally, right? It's made in, in like Virginia, West, West Virginia, West I think. Virginia? So it's like a local yeah. American product. I don't buy that like from their website or whatever. I don't okay. buy it like I. They will have a factory sale once a year. I think there's yeah. one this month. 
Um, and so, I mean, I've driven down there to get our mugs and those, that's like our retirement. Yeah. Your retirement mugs or whatever. Um, and then, uh, you know, if I was at a yard sale and I see people selling it off cause they're moving, um, I just pick up a couple, but then I kind of, I just, uh, there's just like a little bit too many, yeah. like not that it doesn't fit in the cupboard, but, um, we, I think we need to be more motivated to do dishes. Yeah. So I hear you. Yeah, definitely. That's an issue. But there's uh, a, I might also have to get rid of my, uh, steamer basket thing. I don't oh, have any room for it. There is bamboo. No, it's a metal one okay. that flips open, but I haven't used it in yeah. years. I hear you. Probably because I'm never dieting. Um. Yeah, I do. I do the same. I bought a big uh, pot. It had like a steamer rack in it, um, but I was gonna use it to can. I was like, oh, this would be perfect for canning, uh, and then I've used it literally once, um, and it's just like goodbye. Yeah. You take up way too much space. So yeah. goodbye. I have an ice cream maker, which is hard to part ways with. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, it was on sale at Costco, and I was like, I can't. Ultimate not do this. unitasker. Uh, yeah. as my <sighs> lord and savior Alton Brown would say uh, uh, um, multitasker oh okay you unitasker yeah you you gotta get rid of that stuff. oh unitasker yeah no, you get rid I, of no it. I'm not getting rid of it no okay no I mean way. as long as you're okay with moving it uh my issue is that I'm coming from a second floor apartment that is initially up a flight of stairs so it's like a third floor apartment and then I'm moving to another third floor apartment so everything I move has to go down to and then up to oh, flights of stairs. Geez. So that I'm sucks. I'm paring down. I mean, I love I I can't get rid of my all clad. Like that's my no, those are my no, retirement no. pants. Yeah, uh, don't but don't they're heavy. Uh and but how I'll, many do you have? Uh I've got five, I think, maybe six. Are you I moving have, it all yourself? I'm gonna try. I'm oh, gonna try. Man. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, but yeah, I have like a lasagna pan. I have like a six quart pot, a four quart pot, a oh, little three shit. quart like saucier thing. Load that pot up, baby. But yeah, that's the thing is you gotta like nest. Yeah, nesting is the key. Um, but yeah, I've like I'm th- like legitimately like I've been holding on to a crappy old crock pot that's going away. I've been holding on to a crappy old uh, food processor that's going away. Stick blender all the way, like immersion oh, blender. Yeah. So much better. I know it can't do everything, but it can do like 90% of the things. Oh, and it's had, like so uh, light and so versatile. Yeah, no, that is amazing. And I got one with a whisk attachment on Ooh, it. Ooh, that's awesome. When ours broke, I was like, I want the one with the whisk. Yes. So you can uh, make whip up some eggs, like yeah. egg whites. Like, ah, oh, this part. Now, now I need to buy a new one. Now, nope. You don't have a KitchenAid or anything like that? No, I don't. Um... I would, I love, but again, I think it's just too bulky. My roommate has one. I, I grew up in a house. We had a kitchen maid. That was like, that was a prestige thing when we got our first kitchen maid. Uh, I do have made. one. I got it as a gift like um, over yeah, 10 those, years so ago. They're the, over 10 years ago yeah, and it's still good. Yeah, they're the big giant stand mixers. They're super sturdy, super heavy, like enameled, uh, I think either pro- probably iron or steel, um, like really heavy. Yeah, it's I, a nightmare They'll work move. forever. Um, again, you see, like, if you see a cook- cooking show and they're, like, making sausage or using a pasta attachment, like a pasta maker attachment. I don't have the pasta attachment. That's a KitchenAid mixer. I um, one day will get a pasta attachment yeah. because, like, oh, that would be amazing. But, yeah, it also weighs, like, 40 pounds. It does. So I think I'm going to hold off Yeah, I do. Now. I mean, if I didn't get it as a, as a gift, then I wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I would not be hauling around this thing. But I did, I when I had it, or... 
whenever I got it, I was like, I'm going to make bread. And I started making lots of bread and that was fun. Yeah. Cause Ooh. you, yeah, you just, it does all the work for you. Oh geez. There's the dough, dough hook. Oh. Eating dough by hand is a real pain in the butt, but I don't know. It's more of a pain in the butt to have a giant like kitchen mixer thing that you have to yeah. haul everywhere. If you're like, if you're a nomad or leaving yep. a nomadic, nomadic lifestyle. Yep. Which we kind of are, I think. Yeah, I am for sure. So I'm, I don't know. Which is why we're not going to be making Jack Torres chocolates with all these, like, all this gear for, you know. No. You have to be, like, you have to kind of be anchored down somewhere to do that. Stick blender, a good chef's knife, and I'm good. Yeah. I'll do do the extra work if I have to, because gosh darn it, I don't need this stuff. Even though I want it. Even though I want it. I'll let you know about the fiesta wear though. <laughs> yeah, uh you yeah, uh dibs. Everyone, all the listeners totally called dibs. Uh first refusal right here. Oh my. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Food Weirdos. Uh if you would like to call second dibs on Josie's fiesta wear, um if you if you have any questions or comments or thoughts you would like to throw at us, we let would love to let the bidding wars begin. Let the bidding wars begin. For my uh, scrapped up yeah. Uh, we would love to hear your bids or your thoughts. Tweet us at Food Weirdos Pod. Uh, like us on Facebook. Ask us our questions. Uh, ask us questions. Tell us uh, we're right. Tell us we're wrong. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and all of your various platforms. Uh, and as always, stay weird. Stay weird. What?